Motivation isn't real. It's not. Discipline is. A disciplined individual has a set plan of actions that they will take to get shit done. Somebody who is motivated or constantly tries to find motivation will ultimately fail because you it is impossible to wake up every day happy to do what you're doing. A prime example is I don't wake up every day that I have to lift and go, yay, I, I'm going to lift. Some days I don't want to fucking be in there. But guess what? I do it. Why? Because I'm disciplined. I have no motivation to get in there. Motivation's something that people just fucking say to, I don't, I don't know. Oh, I'm motivated to do this. I'm motivated to do that. Yeah, come back to me when you're, when you can't do that thing and talk to me about motivation. Oh, it's because you didn't have any discipline in place. There's times where I don't want to get up in the middle of the night when my son is fussy because I want to get my sleep. But there is a sense of, no, there's no sense. There just is. There's a, a duty that you have to fulfill, and whether you want to consider it an obligation or not, you have to fulfill that duty of being a dad. You're not fucking motivated to get up at 2 in the morning, or when your kid is fresh home from the hospital, and they're waking up every two hours, every three hours to feed. You're not motivated to get up. You get up because you're fucking disciplined and you have duty and honor as a, a, a man to take care of that child that you're responsible for. And if you have and with come with discipline comes a sense of purpose. And those who don't have a sense of purpose to me are are losers. You can give nothing back to the world. And I don't want you around me. I, I, the culture that I'm, I'm creating and I'm manifesting with New Dad City, I, I've dripped hints here and there. I've even blatantly come out and, and kind of shown you guys what I am as a dad and what I am as a man. And the one thing that really struck me today about this topic that I'm bringing up is I, I didn't, I didn't want to get up this morning. I wanted to sleep in. I got home around 12, 15 in the, you know, AM at midnight 15 last night after that long drive where I was extremely fucking tired and I didn't fall asleep till one. I woke up to Axel screaming downstairs and I heard Erica sh trying to hush him 
and I looked at my clock and it said 6.55 a.m. It's like, oh, okay. I guess I'm operating off of six hours of sleep today. And I just laid in bed and I was like, I, I don't want to get up and do anything. I, I want to lay in bed till 10 o'clock until I have to get up, brush my teeth, shower, thank God for the day, and then pack my shit and leave to work at 11. But what did I do? I heard my child fussing. I heard my wife not able to get him to calm down. So I got out, I got my ass out of bed, threw on a pair of, you know, a shirt and some shorts and walked downstairs. And I sat down next to my son and I interacted with him and I was dadding, I guess you could say. I did what I was supposed to do. Now, I'm all for being able to talk about how you feel. But in certain situations, there's times where you need to learn how to control your emotions. If I would have walked downstairs grumpy and pissy, and the first thing I did, which is I thought in my head, Erica, why are you, why is he fussing? That would have, what production does that bring to my family it does nothing and it makes my feel makes my wife feel less competent and that just sets the tone for the day as pessimistic and argumentative and i i i don't want any of that bullshit in my life and it was funny as as i approached my, my family downstairs and I picked my kid up and he immediately smiled. It's just one of those things where maybe he was fussing because he missed me because he didn't see me at all yesterday except for in the morning before he, he left for the uh, his, his child care. And even Erica said that and she was like, yeah, I think he missed you because he was fussy last night too and look at him now. And he's talking to me, he's gurgling and we're watching, I think we had old Looney Tunes on the TV. And we're just chucking it up before he uh, goes see Miss Sierra. Now, with, like I said, I came downstairs with those thoughts in my head, but I did not act on them. Because being a disciplined individual, we are men of action, not of words. And... We don't let our emotions control our actions. Now, I'm not speaking as a perfectionist on this because it's something that I try to do every single damn day to be a better person. And it, it does work. It does. You don't say things that you can't take back. And you seem you appear more composed and someone who is more composed garners more respect and if your family cannot respect you then what are you worth to them
And the first thing, Eric, the second thing Erica said to me was, I'm sorry, I wanted to let you sleep in because I know you came home late last night. Now, would I have gotten that same result from her if I would have come downstairs unhinged, undisciplined, acting like woe is me and displaying every single miserable, unhappy emotion that I had? Absolutely fucking not. And a five-year-old could tell you that answer. It's common sense. And the one thing that I was also thinking about that ties into this motivation and discipline thing is I find that when I'm solely focused on trying to stay motivated is when I'm trying to stay happy or when I'm looking for happiness. Now, Eric and I, Erica, not Erica, Eric and I discussed this in the Gap and the Gain episode which if you haven't seen that, it's on the YouTube channel for the video. Eric does some awesome, awesome um, uh, illustrations in his lecture. But anyway, when I was, when I was trying to stay motiva motivated all the time, trying to search for motivation, like, oh, what motivates me? Oh, my son motivates me. Oh, my wife motivates me. Oh, I, you know... I look at pictures from the past of when I was like 11, 12% body fat and lifting six days a week. All oh, that motivates me to get, get, in, get in shape more. You get burnt out because life changes around you. You cannot control most things around you, if at all, anything. And one of the most, the biggest revelations of my life was giving up control of things that I could not and solely learning to control my own actions. Because that way you drop expectations, you aren't upset when things don't go your way, and you're able to maintain that disciplined demeanor. When you constantly chase happiness, whether it's just direct or through motivation, whatever vehicle that you use, like Eric explained, you're going to constantly be unhappy because once you reach that one thing, you're going to be like, oh, this didn't make me happy. I need more. So living in the moment, living in the present and celebrating milestones that you come across along your journey of life, along your journey of being a new dad, those are the things you celebrate and focus on. You don't focus on things five years down the line because you can't control the outcome. Don't get this confused with setting goals. That is completely different. What I'm talking about is the worrying and the fear that builds up with someone who is chasing happiness and someone who is trying to stay motivated all the damn time. Again, if you are a disciplined individual, and you do things because they need to be done without thinking about it, you will find success in life, you will find success in yourself, and you will find success leaking out into others because 
someone who is successful, that is composed while they're successful and disciplined in their success, is a magnet to others who wish to be successful or who are successful. Why would you constantly want to be unhappy and woe is me and all that other beta bullshit when all you're going to do is attract attract like-minded people who are just going to bring you down back into the depths of hell that you've been trying to scratch your way out of. So my demand of you listening to this is to start practicing discipline. If you know that your alarm is going off at 6 a.m., take that first step in the morning and get the fuck out of bed when it's 6 a.m. Not snoozing it till it's 6.05 or 6.08, whatever the iPhone decides to do. Whatever. Get up. Go do what you're supposed to do. When your baby is crying in the middle of the night, and you know that you and your wife's agreement to switch on and off is your, and tonight is your night, get up. There is no laying, waiting for things to happen. You get up and you become a man of action. You bury that bullshit down inside of you because it has no positive outcome or effect on the action you will take getting up and out of bed and going and tending to your child. And what's crazy is that kids, even at that little of age, feed off of the negative energy chakra, whatever you want to call it, they feed off of that and they know. Prime example is when Erica was at her peak of postpartum depression and anxiety in the beginning, you know, and like, you know, about a month or two ago, Axel knew the different moods that each of us was in. When he was around me, he was happy, smiling, laughing. When he was around Erica, when she's anxious all the time, he becomes tight and he becomes fussy. Now, recently, Erica is starting to find this. She's starting to build this schedule of things. Although there are bumps in the road, she, she is finding light at the end of the tunnel. She is finding her own method of recovery. She's talking to her doctors. She's going to therapy. And even though she probably doesn't see it, I see it and our son sees it because our son is happier around her more of the time now because she gives off and emulates positivity. Now, don't get me wrong. There are times where I do slip up in all these things that I'm telling you guys and, you know, I have my faults, that I have my character defects. That is okay. As long as you can recognize where you're fucking up, fix it immediately. If you realize that you're starting to hit the snooze button or you're starting to slip up, oh, I'll wait an extra 30 minutes to go to the gym. Oh, I, 
he's only been fussing for five minutes. Oh, it sounds like he's starting to cry, actually cry and not just complaining. No. Get up and go do it. It just, it, it boggles my mind that I used to live in the opposite attitude that I'm speaking about now. And the feeling of success and the happiness that automatically comes with being a successful person. I, I wish people knew about it sooner. So that whole chasing happiness thing, like I said, drop it, get rid of it. If you didn't listen to the gap in the gain episode with Eric Hal, go listen to it and you'll understand what I'm talking about. When you are successful, happiness automatically comes. When you are disciplined and take action, you'll find that, quote, motivation automatically comes. And you honestly will probably never use that word again. You'll start using, I am a disciplined individual, not a motivated individual. But all I have to, all I, all I want to get through to you guys is I don't, I don't want to be surrounded by people who aren't disciplined. I don't want to be surrounded by people who don't take action, even though they don't want to. I want to build a culture of fathers and dads that know it is their duty to protect their family, to be a disciplined man and do the things that he is bound to by duty. And he will do it with honor and he will do it with respect. And the only requirement for you to join this culture and to be a part of this is the desire to not be in your slump anymore. That's all that I'm asking. All you have to have is a desire to stop being the way that you are, the lazy bum who doesn't want to do anything and puts things off and they want to transform their lives into being somebody who is disciplined and somebody who takes action and gets things done. Keep on dadding, fellas.